Hi. Hi, it's Kate. Hi, Bernie. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. How's it doing over there? Good. It's, you know what? It's sunny and zero. What about you? Um, raining and seven. <laughs> well, that's typical London weather, right? Is that where you're calling well, from? It's typical London, but I'm 100 miles north of London. Oh. It's supposed to be nice in the countryside here. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we've had all four seasons in one day because it was absolutely glorious and sunny this morning. But, uh, boy... It got gray and got cold. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because we're across the world from each other, but the exact same thing happened here. So it's two degrees now, actually. It was zero. It's two. And it's beautiful and sunny. We're expecting a big storm to roll in, and we're going to get buried in snow in the next uh, day or two. So. Oh, no. At least really. you don't have that. It's just rain, right? <laughs> yeah, we just have rain. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Do you live down there now? I you... warming up oh, just a little bit in London before... You know, we come over. It, we're going to try. Well, I'm, I'm Canadian, so I'm used to cold. Winters, I know. But the, these English guys, they don't even know what a toque is. They can't handle it. You're going to have to um, buy them some proper <laughs> jackets. And So do you, do you live in BC or do you live out in London now? Like, do you live out oh, in no, the UK? I, I've been over full time since 1978. Okay. But uh, every Christmas, me and my wife and family still come over to Vancouver Island. Yeah. Visit the rest of my family. But, Just uh, to see them all, Unfortunately, yeah. with our touring schedules, only every once a year. Yeah. You've been going, what, for almost 50 years, the band? 40, oh my Lord, you're 47 <laughs> years now. 1970, Mick started the band. <sighs> yeah. That's, and still playing. And I, still actually enjoying playing. Well, that is just a feat in itself right there. That's amazing. Absolutely. 45 yeah. million albums. I mean, you guys have had such a huge impact um, in the industry. Um, you were the band that had ZZ Top and, and Rush and Kiss open for you back in the day, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, Def Leppard. Yeah, we had, you name it. We've had them open them up and, and look at them all now. <laughs> so are you like the the teachers of the, is this what happens? A new band comes in, you say, okay, come on uh, along with us. We'll show you how it's done. And <laughs> Well, I wasn't in the band back then, but yeah. I can only imagine that's exactly how it was. That's how it works. Because Mick has always been the sort of guy as, I don't care what your light show is. I don't care what your pyrotechnics are. You go on, warm the crowd up, have some fun, and we'll close the show. Yeah. And it worked fine until Kiss actually said, well, we do have some pyros. Can we set them off? And, of course, <laughs> it was even back in 1970, Kiss's pyros were legendary. Crazy. And, of course, that. Mick innocently went, yeah, go ahead. Oh, and he dear. he said, by the time Uriah Heep hit the stage with their dry ice and little sparklers, he said, it just <laughs> looked pathetic. But, that you know, he, he couldn't go back on his word. He said, no. you guys just go and whatever you want, mate. It's your half an hour on stage or whatever it is. And <laughs> they took full, you know, t typical Gene Simmons. Yes. He took it right to the letter. He's not changed a bit, has he? I don't think so, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in the band since 86? Yeah. You're the second. Yeah. Besides 30, Mick, you're the longest. Is that right? Uh, as singers go, yeah. Yeah. Longest surviving singer, uh, even longer than everybody else put together, I'm happy to report. Yeah. And um, still enjoying it. Still thinking it's the best band in the world where I am supposed to be. Yeah. He's on stage next to Mick Box. That's, he's my best mate, always has been, probably always will be. We've gone through so much stuff together. I was reading about some of the adventures you've had on tours. For for example, um, your gig in Finland when the police had to come in and, like, I guess group by group put people into the back of the paddy wagon there and take them off because well, everyone was having too good of a time. Well, th what was happening was... It was a big arena show, yeah. and uh, the people were spilling out into the streets. And oh. like all true Finns, they do like a good drink, <laughs> but only to excess. 
the they, the police actually came in and closed the concert down. They Jeez. we had to stop playing. We had to leave the stage. And that's the first and time that's happened. The excuse was our cells are full. We can't we can't put any more drunk people in the building. <laughs> so you have to stop playing, and then hopefully they'll stop drinking and they'll go home. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. What a way to cancel a show because your audience was too drunk. That's hilarious. And what about the time? <laughs> were you part of the show um, where you were in the uh, the mine in East Germany? Yes, in oh, Merkers. Tell it's us about a, that. A, a little town in East Germany, which is a salt mine. Yeah. And it's where Hitler hid all the Nazi treasures. Jeez. It's, it was half a kilometer deep, but the actual tunnels went on for some stupid amount, like 2,700 miles Oh, my goodness. 2,700 <laughs> miles of tunnels. You, I, I, I can't even think about that. No. And insane. one of the big mine shafts, which is like the size of a football field, or okay. half, at least half the size of a football field in probably realistic terms, they hollowed out and they, they just turned it into this, vent, this subterranean venue. It was very oh. warm down there. Oh, yeah. And, the, and these giant machines that like scrape away the walls were embedded still in the walls because you can't take them out. Oh, they only go, you know, they, they, right. they don't have a reverse <laughs> gear. So, uh, it's, a, it's the same thing like the, the big machines that bored out the channel tunnel between England yeah. and France. Same massive. Wow. They just buried them. They went to a straight line until they met and yeah. then just veered off to the left. One veered off to the right and they're still there to this they're day. They're still there. Wow. So, yeah, we, we did this concert. It was 1,200 people, and they all came down in the one little elevator shaft oh my and goodness. got onto these little flatbed trucks with yellow helmets. <laughs> and it was about a seven-mile trip into where the actual cavernous opening was. Really? And uh, it was quite a thing, you know, because they, they usually have classical bands, or you know, classical orchestra, hmm. the Vienna Boys Choir, things like that. And then they had this rip-roaring English rock band take the place <laughs> apart. That was really cool. How, really, really cool. How loud was it? Like, you, you obviously plugged in, but, I mean, just the, was it echoing, or was it that big that it didn't? No, it, it, funnily enough, it, it wasn't anything worse than a sports hall. Okay. But it was all this purple kind of almost amethyst crystal salt. The whole, you know, the whole cave. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. That's got to be one of the coolest spots you've ever been. I mean, is there anything <laughs> that tops that? Well, it's the definitely the this most underground southern yeah. show that we've ever done. <laughs> and then to on the extreme opposite end, we played at uh, the top of a mountain with Joe Cocker okay. a few years ago in Switzerland, a place called Kleine Schelleg. Beautiful. Which is right at the the face the north face of the Eiger. Okay. And the Eiger is like, it's known for this sheer granite wall, which is like half a mile high. And that was the backdrop to the show. Oh, wow. We got delivered to the stage by a forklift truck. What? It was, it had, it was, <laughs> it was like a big snow cat with this bucket on the front. And you guys... And that, that's how we had to get to and from the stage. Oh, my goodness. So we've done some pretty oh. high ones, and we've done that seriously low one. So it's just space, really. Next, The next stop is space. Uriah Heap in space. We'll work yeah, on that. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> we have been told that somebody took a cassette of one of the albums into oh, space. Oh, cool. It was not confirmed. Okay. 
Oh, well, that's, so that's close enough. <laughs> I think so. So tell us what you guys are doing now. You're going out on tour. Is that there's a new album out? The album's not out till late September. Okay. Uh, we we wrote it and demoed it in it uh, late September, October last year. Last year, okay. We had about two weeks. We just went up to the studio and started knocking out ideas. And then uh, on the 5th of January, 2018, we met up again with the producer, Canadian, by the way, nice. Jay Rushton. Very nice. And uh, we recorded the whole album in, I think it was 19 days. Oh, wow. That's backing tracks, solos, all the vocals, all the harmonies, everything in less than three weeks. Wow. Which for anybody, yep. that's got to be a record. Absolutely. And I just before calling you, I was listening to the rough mixes, and it's sounding great. Awesome. Jay brought Jay brought a whole kind of fresh new sound to the band. Yeah. And uh, very different from the producers of the past. It just got good raw sounds, and uh, all the trademarks are there: the wah wah guitar and the Hammond organ and oh, the good. six or seven part harmonies. Yeah. So it's a real true rock album yeah so uh i can't wait to get out and play some of it but it, of course that won't be till later on the year okay i was just gonna ask that are we gonna get to hear any yet but not, not no not no no yet. we can't okay. let the cat out of the bag no nope. in this day and age <laughs> you know you you play it in one little club somewhere and all of a sudden it's gone viral on youtube and the whole surprise of it is yeah. gone yeah i don't think our record company would would be too happy no. with that so no. we're up, up. We've got a good set. It's got you know everything from Gypsy off the first album to a couple of songs off Outsider, which is of course the last album that we've had. Yeah, and forty odd years of Uriah Heep music in between. Amazing. Looking forward to it. It's uh, February 11th at the uh, London Music Hall, and you've got a great uh, local London band. How's that opening up for you guys as well? They are super pumped. Well, we are coming in full force. <laughs> We're bringing our whole production over, because uh, usually we'll come over just do a couple of weeks in America, so you, you rent your amps and you rent your drum set from the, oh, your e sponsors. Easier but than bringing we, it, Everything's yeah. on a pallet right now as we speak, getting nice. shipped over to Toronto. We're Excellent. We're going to the gear. So everything is, they're going to get the full Monty, the full Uriah Heap show. I love it. I love it. Bernie, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to chat with us today. Looking forward to uh, February 11th, absolutely. So are we. We can't wait. Awesome. Bring your toques. <laughs> <laughs> Already packed, my dear. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, Katie. All right. Take care. We'll see you later, okay? All right. Come up and say hi when we were in town. I will, for sure. Okay, see you later. Thanks, Bernie. Bye. Bye-bye.